Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get the podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is once is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match with you the great sponsors too. So you can get paid just as well. I've enjoyed the podcast, used it. Many people are connecting with it. I'm using it as a social network. And I think that you can use it too and get more opportunities to build your relationships. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Anchor.fm slash start to join me. And the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Stephen Jones, and I'm so glad you decided to join me today. And I want to talk about a really important topic right now um, with all the things that are going on with COVID-19 and other um, experiences that we're having. And I want to talk about how to overcome Zoom fatigue. Yes, a lot of you out there just after 100 sessions of Zoom and other kinds of opportunities to get on the internet and talk with people are just fatigued. They're just tired, just worn out and stressed out about the number of times that you have to come on to Zoom. So I want to take a few moments to give you some ideas or some thoughts that I have around how to overcome the fatigue part of it. And I certainly in some afternoons have been worn out um, just trying to stay focused in the Zoom session. So I really think it's important as you think about your schedule for the week to focus on how many Zoom sessions you have. Some people have decided, well, I'm going to put all my Zoom sessions in the morning or I'm going to put all my Zoom sessions in the afternoon, but that may not be the best way to use your time. I would suggest breaking up the Zoom sessions if you have the ability to do that, just because your uh, ability overall to focus is challenged when you're just going hour after hour and sitting there in front of a screen. And I know in our general jobs, having to do that sometimes on a given day can be wearing and, and, and tearing on your body and on your mind and on your spirit even that um, you feel that you've been on the internet too long. So you get up and you walk around and you do different things to get yourself revived and energized. And I think the first thing is just to work on your schedule. You know, what is it for the week? Where can you spread things out? Or deciding to push it into another week if you need to, just to give yourself a break. And I say that also that you can take that step of while you're in the session, sometimes there's just information that's shared is actually to cut off the video and take a break and just walk around for a minute and then come back to the screen 
or go to get some water to drink and and come back to the screen later. But just giving yourself some time off, not, not that you're not taking notes or not engaged, but you want to basically give yourself that break. And, and hopefully even as you're planning to have your own Zoom sessions, that you realize that you need to give people a break in the middle of some of these long Zoom sessions. One important part of my life is that I exercise early in the morning and I also, um, I have prayer and Bible study. That's me and how I do my life. And for this, for some of you, it's meditation. Um, for others of you, it's just taking time to be quiet. But I think setting up your morning in a way that provides for just relaxation and focus is a good thing to do. And that, that will give you, uh, set the tone for how your day will be. And also thinking about how you want to respond to certain things that happen as you're listening to Zoom, as you're responding to the meetings that you know that are coming to you on that given day. You are in control. That's the thing that you have to realize. Even with Zoom sessions, you are in control um, in terms of some of the responses that you have and some of the things that you do with the Zoom. You can, may not be able to control the time, but you can control how you're experiencing it while you're going through it. So I definitely encourage exercising and fitness and, and, and strengthening yourself, eating well, eating healthy, you know, putting some of those green vegetables and fruits into your diet. I think those help out and give you the energy that you need. And I also say get a bigger screen. When I, when I went home back in March, I just had my laptop. That was about it. But my wife had already been working at home, so she had two big screens <laughs> that she was using. And she fussed at me. And finally, we just went ahead and bought a bigger screen, actually two bigger screens. And it had definitely made a difference in terms of my ability to concentrate and my ability just to see I'm not straining while I'm sitting here in the Zoom session and people are speaking. I can see uh, and respond in a better way. So I would suggest that you go out and get those bigger screens, whether it's for your job or whether it's for home. It just gives you more of a feel of the information and it's, it's causing more of that TV feeling than just sitting in front of a small screen with information. I, I think that also deciding the best day to have your Zoom meeting is important, especially if it's on you to make a decision about that. Maybe Friday isn't the best day because everybody's kind of zoned out by Friday. So what are the days that you might want to have the meeting so that you build it in your week? But also, again, as you're organizing the meeting, as you're organizing your plan for it, get input so you're putting it in the right place that everyone can benefit and get good information from what you're sharing. So I think that that's really, really important is like knowing like what your schedule is, following up with your schedule, identifying where you can build in breaks. Let's say the Zoom session is at nine in the morning. Well, maybe you don't schedule another one until two and you have that flexibility and um, you look at your own schedule that you can control uh, and then make plans with that. And you also might want to block out certain times on your schedule where there's like a no Zoom zone on your schedule that you don't have that on your uh, that you have it blocked out on certain days that you ensure that you have some freedom. Another thing you can do is, again, cut off your camera, get up and stretch, whether it's just stretching your arms, stretch your legs, walk around. Go up a flight of steps, come down a flight of steps, but do something to re-energize yourself and wake yourself up. I have a funny habit. I'll get a wet cloth. I'll just wipe my face 
uh, as a way to get me renewed. So, so stretching, exercising, using different, I have bands, like bands just to, to, again, break up what you're doing is a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's a human response to sitting in front of a screen that you're going to want to yawn, you're going to want to stretch. So take that opportunity to do that in between meetings. And also, if there's some breaks in your meeting, you can take advantage of that as well. No Zoom on the weekend. I know that sounds crazy. The whole idea that you not, you're not going to do any Zoom sessions on the weekend. But I have definitely done that. No Zoom sessions on the weekend. And it just keeps me um, feeling better about my weekend. I have to run back for a meeting that I set up on, on Zoom. And if I do have something on the weekend, it's more for fun. Like a birthday party or a special event. It's more for fun, but I try not to have more than one on a given day. It, but hopefully it is, again, a fun. I was recently at a book signing, and that was a wonderful, fun experience for a weekend activity on Zoom. But after that, I was done. I wasn't going to add anything more to my weekend. So that I think your weekends are something that really you can be in control of and how you do it and, and um, who you want to interact with. If, if you had to interact with them on Zoom. And I also say uh, talk with someone after the Zoom session is over uh, as a way to decompress. Sometimes you just like as you had all your thoughts focused in on Zoom and now you just need to get it out there and having a conversation because you can talk about solutions, you can talk about the challenges you heard and getting it out can make it, you feel a lot better than walking around and holding it in all day. So I, I think that having that conversation with someone after the meeting and that's why you don't you want to have back-to-back meetings because you may need to have a conversation after a zoom meeting and if you have that freedom you can feel a lot better that you're accomplishing things and that you again decompress from it moving forward I have a binder that I've uh, put together where I keep my notes from my various zoom meetings and the dates and who I talk to that helps me to stay organized around the Zoom meetings. That will reduce my fatigue and stress of forgetting something that was important that was said. So you might have a, a notebook that you put your your information in, but have a place where you keep your in, that important thing that you're writing down so you don't forget it. And that's a way to again stay organized and not have the stress of wow I missed this or I missed that and now you come back to a meeting next week and you haven't done the thing that you said you were going to do make it interactive make there you have activities on if you're organizing a zoom session make it interactive make students have to respond ask give questions uh, give opportunities for those who are participating create something but make it engaging. That's another way to get rid of Zoom, Zoom fatigue, that you're not always sitting in front of it and just listening, 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 but you're actually engaging and doing things that make it creative. And you absolutely can control just the fun icebreakers. So start off with the icebreaker. Don't just jump into the meeting right away. You might want to have something fun or have people just share what's happening in their life. We've been doing that on our sessions on Zoom, just sharing some personal things, not deep personal things, but just some things that are going on in our lives and it has made the Zoom sessions a lot more friendly, a lot more engaging. People think of creative things as we're going along in the conversation of the meeting. And it's just been a lot better in reducing our stress and fatigue. 
from Zoom itself. And I, I think that there's often uh, somebody in the group that just wants to share. So they allow the opportunity, give them the opportunity to share, and it'll be a, a much more engaging and fun Zoom session. Change your location. Sometimes your your laptop or wherever you're doing the Zoom is in like a real dark place. So I say change your location. Get into a place where there's a lot of light. Get into a place where there's a big window so you can see outside or as my wife has done she's actually going outside to have a zoom session so you can actually go outside and do that and then lastly but not least keep a positive attitude about your experiences if you go into your zoom session saying in your mind or thinking in your mind it's going to be horrible i can't believe i had to do this if you start saying those negative things you get negative results but if you talk about the positive, I'm going to get great information from this. I'm going to learn something. I'm going to grow. I'm looking forward to this. All those positive things make for having a better Zoom session. So the main thing I hope you got out of this is that you're in control. You know, watch your schedule. Make sure you focus on stretching, taking breaks in between. And I, again, I say in the morning for me is exercising or maybe in the evening for you. But getting up and moving around and energizing yourself. Uh, keep a, a binder so you remember the things that are important. And I think you'll have a less stressful Zoom session and that you'll be able to overcome some of this fatigue that you may be experiencing. This is Dr. Stephen Jones. If you'd like to hear more, you can reach me at Stephen Jones, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-J-O-N-E-S-S at rcn.com. You can reach me there. You can go to my website, which is drstephenjones.net. That's D-R-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-J-O-N-E-S.net. You certainly can reach me at 610-842-3843. If this is a topic that you'd like for me to present to your staff or or just have a conversation and consultation about this. Um, I'm also a big time educator preparing students for college and any kind of education issues that you might have. So thank you so much for listening to this and I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot.